episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. And welcome back to Calm, Cool, and Connected. We are continuing our series of talking with real life people who are going through certain struggles right now. And today I'm so grateful to have Patricia from Living 757 on the show to share a little bit about her recent journey through this pandemic and losing a loved one. So, Patricia, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me today. Yes. So I know that this has been a very hard experience for you and one that you wanted to talk about with the hope of helping other people. And this has been a common experience. So where can we get started? What has this journey been like for you? Well, so many things right now, but thank you Mm -hmm. for having me today. Yes. I think we can help a lot of people talking about this process because if I go back when the pandemic the pandemic started, you know, you never realize some things. And then my father gets sick. And, you know, mm. when someone, your loved one is sick, you are very worried because he was 84 years old, 85. And my mom called me, your dad is in the hospital. So the doctor tell us, well, he got a heart attack and he survived. Everything was fine. He came home. But then because COVID was in the middle, it was hard for me to go back to Miami. They live in Miami. And you start thinking, wow, he's 85, so I have to start traveling, see him more. And you start preparing yourself that, okay, the age, things can happen, but not that soon. I think in my case, in my personal case, I wasn't ready for him to leave that. Mm. And of course, COVID make everything so difficult even the travel, because every time that I was going back to Miami, mm-hmm. I had to do the COVID test to protect myself so I can see him and also to protect my family because traveling, it was a lot of exposed, you know, the airplane, people in the airplanes. So I decided to rent a car and just go okay. back and forth driving for more, more safety. I was thinking in my mind, okay, if I go by myself in a car, I'm going to be Uh, A little bit more for option. Mm -hmm. And Patricia, I mean, it just, like you were saying, the COVID test, then renting a car, it just compounded on top of already, you know, your dad having health issues and the surprise of you losing him. So how have you been trying to manage or deal with just the loss and everything that's happened? (sighs) It's hard. Mm. You have to be able to focus on your job, your family and friends. But once again, COVID was kind of not let you go with your friends. So everything was on the phone. So you couldn't After have that in person. Passed, no, you, you're not able to see anybody in person. Even when I went right. to the hospital the second time, I couldn't see my father when he was on the ER. So I was just waiting one week in Florida, waiting for him to be released from the hospital. And that creates a lot of anxiety and fear at the same yes. time, because you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, talking to the doctors every day via FaceTime or any other uh, source, social media source, mm-hmm. it was 
more anxiety as well because I was like, okay, when he's going to come home? Well, you know, they don't have an answer either sometimes. So lots of unknowns, just not really yeah. fully knowing and then not even being able to physically be there for a lot of that time, which Patricia, I've heard that from so many different people Mm -hmm. personally and professionally that the distance of not being able to physically be in the hospital because of COVID. So it's hard to imagine. It's definitely hard to imagine. Have you noticed certain emotions that have been coming up for you since? (sighs) I couldn't sleep those days, mm-hmm. to be honest. I started taking some sleeping pills, trying to be able to sleep because I couldn't sleep. And then just traveling back and forth, it was a lot of anxiety that creates in my personality. And that was kind of my schedule was all up and down. And then I came back here. When I came to Virginia and they called me, I don't, never going to forget this day. We were doing the show, Living 757. It was a Tuesday. And we have a great afternoon. And that night they called me that he passed. And my sister, that she is in Florida, she doesn't speak English well. She understood that something was going on. She was asking me via FaceTime with my father on the ER and the doctor on his side, asking me, is he dead? And I was like, I start getting shocked when mm-hmm. I see that picture. And I was like, so many things was going on. And yes, I flew next day to Miami and we lost him. He died Mm -hmm. in peace on his couch, on his house, Mm -hmm. watching his favorite show on TV. So that gives me a lot of, how do you say that word? Comfort. In some point, because he wasn't by himself at the hospital. So he was with my mom. And I think that is, that is something really nice that he left us all just sleeping on his couch. I just want to yes. keep that. And yes, just telling other people, even the funeral services, it was, everything it was different because you have to wait for the doctor to send you a letter saying mm-hmm. that he didn't pass from COVID. So in order to have a funeral service. Wow. Just because COVID Mm. and the gathering, the people's going to be very reduced to 10 people. That's it. And we have to make some turns, you know? So everything was a challenge during COVID-19 and have to go through all these steps. Most definitely, Patricia. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, you know, one thing I just wanted to bring up is I think sometimes after losing someone, that initial feeling is shock, disbelief, and that can last for a period of time. And then sometimes folks actually start to really feel the emotions, you know, the stages of grief. So sometimes it's anger, it's trying to bargain, it's even denial. And then reaching that point of acceptance. Do you relate to any of that? Just feeling the disbelief and then the other range of emotions that can come up? I'm glad that you mentioned that because Mm. actually, yes, I have a lot of anger for so many days. But my family was my rock always. And you have to stay connected you can let you go down. And I think 
part of be working and make yourself busy, it help you. It's like a therapy for yourself. Yes. Um, if it wasn't for that, I think mm -hmm. it would be in a very, very bad place. But the fact that I have to get up and keep going and just take care of my family and let me go don't go that, that way. But yes, it's really hard to manage mm -hmm. that because some days I just want to cry, be in my room, not talk to anybody, not seeing anybody or not do anything. And thanks God that I have to work and do other activities. So that was kind of my salvation at that time. Good. It's kind of hard to talk about this because I just go, I remember things and it just, you know, bring me some sadness. But I think everyone that is watching this show today, mm -hmm. a lot of people go through this and you have to get connected with your loved ones, with friends. I'm so thankful for all my friends. You guys know who you are. They always contact me and see if, if I'm, I'm okay. So I think that's a huge part of the recovery. You can stay in your own and just, you know, go down in that because that's not going to be good. That's not going to help you. And like you said, reaching out for support. The other piece is if I could encourage you to do anything and just anybody watching that this is resonating with them is that emotions are going to come up yes. and give yourself permission to feel them. If you need to have a good cry one night and let it out, give yourself that permission to do so because grief can be quite a process and I'm just really grateful to you, Patricia, for being here, for being willing to be vulnerable and share your story. Yes. Any final thoughts, just any kind of takeaways just mm -hmm. with your journey or even words of wisdom? Yes. Enjoy life. Enjoy your mm -hmm. loved ones. Talk to your family every day. I think I changed that since the day that I lost my father. I used to talk to him a lot. We talk a lot about politics and, and football and soccer. He loves soccer. But I think I should talk more with him before. I regret that a little bit. Since I'm living here in Virginia, to see each other was kind of a challenge for us, maybe three times in a year. And I'm changing that now. I'm trying to see my family more often. But yes, I will say that to everyone. Just enjoy every single day of your life, mm -hmm. trying to be positive just it's hard I'm telling you this now but it's really really hard sometimes I try to you know lift myself up every moment but I think it's possible you know life keeps going and you have to keep going and yes I will you say love your family your friends everyone that is around you and enjoy them enjoy every single moment we don't know when we're going to be here or not so yes just don't worry about little things. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. you naturally have such a bright light and a bright spirit about you. And just even talking to you now, it's nice to see that there is that hope that, you know, you shared so much great information. And so we just appreciate you, Patricia. Thank you again oh. for your willingness. Thank you so much for having me. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> And for everyone watching or listening in on our podcast, we hope that this has helped you wherever you may be in your own journey. We know that this time has been extremely difficult 
for so many different reasons and the loss of a loved one can bring about all different kinds of emotions. If you are needing to reach out for assistance and seek therapy, there's nothing wrong with that. Highly recommend www.psychologytoday.com as a resource for you. As always, please feel free to share and rate our podcast so that more people can hear this information here at Calm, Cool, and Connected.